high noon. Welcome to the Edinburgh Free Fringe Fest on Zoom with CPCL, just a regular old CPCL. Gonna be plugging into Zoom with our buddies in Glasgow, our buddies in Edinburgh, Scotland. We are streaming all over the world. It's gonna be a great, great show. We've got poetry from all of your regular Choose Poetry, Choose Lifers, hosted by myself, Pam Benjamin, also Aaron Gannon, and Andy Talbot out there in Scotland. Beautiful, rainy Scotland. It's a gorgeous day here in San Francisco. It's quite amazing. Very, very happy. Things are going really well here at Mutiny Radio. Tonight we have our show at Asiento. It's almost sold out. It's exciting. Got the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up October 10th through 16th. It's going to be amazing. And uh, we're going to be right back with Aaron, Andy, and the whole CPCL crew. Zooming live. Coming to you. MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Coming at ya. I am wondering why I'm not hearing them yet. Why am I not hearing them? I am having technical difficulties, as I often do. Here at Mutiny Radio, why is this not plugging in? Oh, I know. Have to, maybe that'll work. Here we go, here we go. Move the... Technical difficulties here at Mutiny Radio. All right. Trying to get this all up and running. There we go. So I'll probably have to go through the, like, attendee. I'll probably have to go through the attendee list and email people. Because they, I think I sent the email out at 7.09 and they signed up, like, late. Lifting the veil um, here. Like at 730 or something. But it sure so, good today. Nice um, and loud. I just, I cued this so there would be no issue. <laughs> like I, I, I was trying to be responsible and like. Lifting the veil okay, okay, every here time here. Mutiny Radio. Oh, here we go. CBCL. Right. So Aaron, I'm going to share the screen. Got... And full screen it. And how do I let people in at the same time? Letting people in the Zoom room here. Ah, here we CPCL, go. CPCL, right. pulling the veil Ready? back the for everyone. There we go. Okay. I just figured it There we go. Got Bananarama. It's not coming through on our end, but um, we've got the 
song is that uh Siobhan Fahey wrote it because the sub like this that summer Karen and Sarah went to Italy without her and she felt abandoned by the other two and it's like their biggest hit that like one of them wrote like it's self-ped hit anyways and, it, and it, actually if you watch the video close enough you can see that like Sarah and Karen are more bonded and Siobhan's kind of left out but of course, then she went on to do Shakespeare's sister, so and Mary Dave Stewart from the Earthics. Do not even remind me of that fact. <laughs> My husband and his multiple track playing disaster. Really? A fucking Shakespeare's sister. Oh, I see. Okay. That and the bangles. <laughs> oh man, I so, I was so, in leg so legendary it made it into the best man's speech. That's how bad it was. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, not that one. <laughs> I can say this because he's not here. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that song to Ladies Cover Band, and they stuck me with the Susanna part. And uh, probably Jamie will know what I'm talking about or have noticed this. Like, but Susanna Hoffs never looks into the camera straight. She's always like coy, like, oh, the blah, blah, hell, the cops in the donut shop, like that. And that always made me like distrust her because i felt like she was trying to make her nose look smaller like she felt like her <laughs> i was like bitch your nose is fine like, like what the fuck? I, am, I am a little bit concerned that something is eating john's head though <laughs> yeah it's an old it's an old oh, picture no, from, holly, uh, nothing. from, the, from Just... the french festival in edinburgh so it's 2010 <laughs> I think this one's also Edinburgh. Let's see. I don't, I don't remember. It's I think like, Garrett, one... somebody's eating John. There you go. How's that? I think, I think that's Edinburgh, isn't it? That was, wasn't that one Edinburgh? I think it was. It's either Edinburgh or, or Ireland. I think it was Edinburgh. <laughs> what, with the, what's the monster, though? Like, what's that's the... like a big octopus or something, I think. Um... Or No, it's a big cow. It's a cow. It's like an upside-down cow. Yeah. It's <gasps> Where's Carolyn Hashimoto? It's a it's an upside down cow, smelly old cow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know why, Holly, but I just like <laughs> cruel summer, and then I made that graphic of of the of Bananarama naming me and Andy and Pam various Bananarama members. I love that. <laughs> Like, I was like, what other threesomes can we do? Like, maybe next week I'll do the Three Amigos. I've never oh, seen Oh, I that love week. the Three Amigos. Is it uh, good? I thought you were just going to say you love threesomes, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about threesomes. It's like, what other threesomes can we do? It's a hell of a lie. Threesomes are always awkward. Good movies, no, I'm just, Anyways. 
What do you do on Wednesday nights with bees? Well, <laughs> welcome to CPCL, everyone. Um, yeah, our rules don't be a dick. We are doing a, this is part of our fridge, the PBH free fridge itinerary. So we are participating in the virtual Edinburgh fridge this year. So, and as usual, we are being broadcast on Pam's awesome pirate radio station, Mutiny Radio Yay. in San Francisco. So say hi to San Francisco. Hello. Hi, San Francisco. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. If it's over the internet, can it really be a pirate? Well, right, yeah. It doesn't, we don't terrestrial, we don't have a terrestrial tower anymore because it's illegal and we got found by the FCC. Um, yeah. But we're still, I still consider us pirate-esque because we fuck swear and have free speech and say whatever we want. And uh, so we, we buck, the, buck the system. What year did, because it used to be called Pirate Cat radio. Yeah, it became Mutiny then, Radio in 2011. So we're actually 10 years as Mutiny, which is pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, but before that, it was Pirate Cat. Pirate. Yeah. And also, I mean, how brave of Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. How brave of me to to name Mutiny Radio after it's like I'm in charge of something that's mutinous. Like I could be overthrown at any moment. It could happen. They're just going to come get me. That's right. And how do pirates punish mutiny anyway? I think they murder each other. Okay. (laughs) in this when I was in this, this like I guess it was on Netflix it was this like really horrifyingly melodramatic melodramatized like historical documentary about like actual pirates and they had like pirate scholars on and one of the sort of theses that was running through it was four it was like four episodes of the series that like I can't remember the guy's name. The guy, like, it was like the guy, it was about NASA in the Bahamas. And like, yeah. how, like a pi- it was like, that was a pirate enclave. Yeah. And the guy who preceded, who, the guy, Blackbeard was preceded by a different, best, like, you know, alpha male pirate. And he had like created, basically like, he, founded NASA on this kind of like well in the early 1700s was talking about every man having a vote and blah 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 and like and so like people were trying the the one of the like one of the arguments was that this pirate colony NASA had actually spread the seeds for European revolution and then of course the war with Spain the English war with Spain stopped and so then like the pirates just started slaving ships and they would get on these slaves trading ships and set all the slaves free. Oh, that's cool. Blah, blah. So yeah. And that's, you know, Libertatia, Pam, it, or they're like a offshoot of the pirate pugs. Like Libertatia was actually like a country, apparently like some Island. Like there were free, like freed pirates and freed slaves. And like, they were like oh, or whatever. I, you know what? I, it was on Netflix, but in the state, so I'm not sure. Like, it's if you can Netflix it. Like, the, that sounds familiar, but maybe it's just that there's a, a series on BBC Four that's covering the same stuff. Well, but maybe it's the same thing. Most of the people they interviewed were British. Like the academics that they interviewed were Brits. So, like, I don't. I, they weren't Americans, but and there was some chick from Ireland 
who became like the most, I can't, I can't, she had a stupid name. Like it wasn't very, I was like Annie Perry or something, but she, apparently she was oh, Irish. Oh no, hang on, yeah, wait, there is a really famous female pirate. I can't, yeah, that rings a bell actually. Katy Perry, that's the one. <laughs> I, there were some big female names in piracy. There were, there were at least two or three. The, 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 I'm have to look that up now. Were women. It was, I mean, I remember, like, I bookmarked some Wikipedia pages and some Amazon books because I thought it was kind of interesting, but obviously, like, I don't. Anne Bonnie. Anne Bonnie. That's the one, right? What? Anne Bonnie. I think that's the one you're thinking of. Yes, Anne Bonnie. And she was like, okay, this is more, this is like, John is the only person that probably will understand this, but she was sort of like the Dorn of Pirates. Like, she. Like whoever was the rising alpha male, that's who she decided to fuck. Like, oh. you know what I mean? So she was like climbing up. Oh God, there's that's daughter. She was like climbing up the social ladder by becoming. Pirates. Yeah, by the girl, by by being the girlfriend of whoever was the most like alpha pirate oh. at the time. Yeah. So anyway. Do you know what? Do you know what they call them pirates? By the way. I did. I know. I don't. If they said, I don't. They remember. like to vote on pies. No. Because they are. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I swear to <laughs> Yeah, that's an old joke. History's fun. Yay. History's no, fun. Yay. Um, okay. They had so privateers. They had privateers. And what they would say, is, is, you know, like the, the, like the British would, you know, give people uh, a license. Go, yeah, go rob the Spanish merchants. It's fine with us. So exactly. They're like government employees, and then when maybe the war was over with, and they said, "Okay, you can't rob the Spanish anymore." And the, a lot of these people got so used to robbing the Spanish, they just well, screw it, we're just going to rob rob people anyway. Exactly, exactly. And then that sort of brought the English sort of hammer down on Nassau that they yeah, were. Yeah, the like, Royal Navy just went yeah. back and said, "Sorry, we're not putting up with this anymore." And boom, you know. Yeah, but and then like I mean, I guess part of the other sort of like under one of the other themes was sort of that they were kind of responsible for ruining this or uh, sabotaging the British slave trade to the point where the British just finally gave oh, up and really? made slavery illegal. Oh. Like I, but I, you know, that's a content, that's a thesis. I'm not sure how well founded it is. You know what I mean? Like whatever, but that, that, that was kind of, it, both of those things were kind of what you, you felt like they were getting at, but, oh. but having said that, it was really, really, really sexually explicit. Like it was soft core. Like there, oh. like it was really, it, it was really like kind of cheesy melodrama. Like the way just it looked like a bad. Yeah, that's, that's not the one I've seen. What okay. was the name of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will. I swear, not for you guys. <laughs> What's tickling your fancy this week? Pirate cheese. What? It was really, I mean, the the problem was it was so sensationalistic, but also there was like enough like meat in it, like substance and academic, like, you know, like, like research that I was like, I couldn't. I know exactly what you mean. I've, I've found myself watching that type of documentaries and thinking, am I okay with this? Am I okay? There's dates here. There's stuff I can get my teeth into, but they keep on trying to dramatize scenes with people in modern shoes, and it's getting to me. 
Just, <laughs> just the dramatizations. If you can't do it properly, don't do it at all. Yeah, and cannonballs that are <laughs> over and back and forth. Yeah, yeah where are where are the the historical <laughs> footwear consultants when you need them? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people in trainers against <laughs> oh, stiletto heels. Come on, you can't sword fight in stiletto heels. You know what? She was wearing DMs, mate. Oh, I'd, I'd have a go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. Boots are okay, though. I like. Well, I don't know why, but recently I was talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Like the thing. One of the things that bugs me about that is like he's so Tarantino is so famous for like, you know, these, you know, like his use of music and and um sort of augmenting a scene or making a scene. But the half the time that I was seeing, I watched it in the theater in Belfast and I kept leaning over to my boyfriend being like, yeah, that song wasn't released but, uh, during the time that the Manson fit. Like this, that song was released in 1970 fucking two. So this yeah. could not be like, or just like, or the clothes, like, and you know, it's Tarantino. You'd think he'd have enough money to get people who like would be able to check, like fact check that shit and the fashion. Like anyways, yeah. That's one of my pet peeves, but um, you know, I can certainly see a little bit of artistic license with the music. You know, if the song isn't exactly from the era, but it really fits the mood of what the what you want to do with the scene, then maybe it's you know, okay. You know, it's seventy two, sixty eight. Yeah, close <laughs> enough. You know, nobody's gonna notice. <laughs> like I feel like, and I feel like there was no Beatles music in that entire freaking movie, which makes me yeah. think Paul McCartney or whoever owns the Beatles. The rights to the Beatles was like, yeah, you want to write rewrite the Manson family? Like, we're not into it. But yeah, um, it's, it's also how much it costs to use it, right? I mean, you know, what are the rights to use the use the song in your in your movie? You know, I think it's pretty expensive to do that. I mean, if you remember Thirty Something, that great TV show, it took forever for it to come out on on DVD because they they couldn't get the rights to the music that they used in it. You know the same is true with Northern Exposure, actually. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, now you have my now you have my interest. Yes. It does. I mean, it sucks. Like you can't even get, like watch a Northern Exposure episode. Are you kidding me, Jamie? I can see you pulling faces at me. <laughs> you can't even watch a Northern Exposure episode on like YouTube. Like they don't have full episodes on YouTube. They have just little clips and stuff. I have a lot of Northern Exposure. Bit like VHS tapes, which I could have it all in here. <laughs> it's probably it's probably one of the only things I actively need on DVD. Right, exactly. Because, actually, yes, please. <laughs> I have uh, an ex who we watch Northern Exposure all the time, and he bought the box set for Northern Exposure, but they had not they'd released the box set, but they hadn't gotten the rights to the music. So oh. the all freaking different and it totally like ruined really like it was just like my brother's my brother got me into that it's just occurred to me that i was thinking of the wrong show i don't know what northern exposure is i take back any facial expressions i might have pulled well done (laughs) (laughs) it was a nice show go go forth and educate yourself okay amish Macbeth tried to be the 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 UK's version of Northern Exposure, like hey, like Hamish Macbeth is like almost like 
like all the plot points are there. All it's so similar. Like when I first saw Hamish Macbeth, I was like, <gasps> but anyways, yeah. Oh my god, it's like dark exposure. Because I had the as we, maybe we all know all though. I used to, I had I used to have like this really horrible, painful crush on Robert Carlyle. And so that was probably from train spotting days and then everything else. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with train spotting. Yeah, no, I am That's not seeing that parallel, but at all. Are you <laughs> kidding me? But actually, it came from it was a Danny Boyle movie, though. It was called Plunkett and McLean, and Johnny Lee Miller was in it, too. And there's like okay. a dual seat. I don't know. I just got like, I haven't really seen Hamish Macbeth. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like it's just some. I think, you know what, it's streaming on Amazon. But anyways, okay, sorry, we've been like, so I, we picked out some pictures to um, to do a little bit of that crisis today, to like sort of get in the mood for the poetry. Um, so I have, I'm gonna share my screen and- To remind everybody what crisis is, it's- creating a piece of art based off another piece of art. So we're going to be writing poems based off some of Andy's pictures, which we've done in the past, and we're going to do again today. He's a fantastic All photographer. Those, those radio listeners will get to hear our pens scribbling on the paper. It'll be well, so I, will, I, will put, I will put music behind us. Uh, I have the, the Japanese Bjork, known as Kope, and I have, I'll, I'll have her playing behind us while we... Writer awesome. I have actually today on I want to read some of the old phrases ones we did in the past. Like that's the stuff I've chosen to read because I love them. <laughs> Hope and Pam had a great idea that we might like that we would do that we should do a pamphlet of our of CPCL Andy Ekphrasis. So just like I mean that obviously cool as fuck. Right? Like write what you want, but we are also we record these. So it might when we decide to do that, we might go back through and listen and maybe maybe you'll get an email being like, Can we use this poem that you wrote? Like that you shared. So anyways, um hey, if we stop doing a phrases, would it be X phrases? X Where's my, oh, I don't have my tambourine near me. Okay. All right. So I got the picture set up and I'm going to share the screen and I'm going to start. Share. Can you guys see that? All right. Yes, yes, so, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right, for the radio listening I audience, also put on some Miles Davis. it looks like not Banana Rama. Um, because I know you guys want to hear that. <laughs> All right.
Coming up on one minute left. minutes for that I'll stop share wow those glasses are out of control <laughs> sorry um okay so what do you guys think should we 
Should we go to the second one or should we share first or? Oh, let's share. I thought we would do two. Andy, Pam. Share, let's share, let's share. Um, let's share. Yeah, okay, let's share, let's share. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? Don't everybody leap. All right. Oh, I mean, I ahead. I will. I'm not a coward. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not calling you cowards. I'm sorry. <laughs> John, do you want to go? I'll go. It doesn't matter. Sure. Tanya slipped on the rain slick pavement and hit her head on the curb. That's C U R B for all you in the UK. She lay in the gutter like the pell-mell she'd discarded seconds before. Her brain cells burnt as the ash on its tip. No one inside the nightclub noticed all were too busy preening for potential mates and praising the Miles Davis cover band that sounded nothing like the original. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I actually... Yeah, I need that typed out. Oh, all right. Yeah, sure. Anyway. Yeah, that, that was sick. Yeah. <laughs> Pam? Oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, I, and also, I'm, I'm like partially blind, so I didn't even really know what I was looking at. Uh, okay. Uh, rusted tread swims southwest, southeast. I've dropped my smoke between worlds. Splotched time moves forward, back, across, embossed and etched the metal steps into my heart's apartment, second floor. Wrapped knuckles on my door, hollowed metal, hollowed metal, paper on the ground, bye-bye bunches. I can't open the door again, it's rusted and heavy. And I lost the key, threw it into the ocean to swim with the currents southwest, southeast. There we go. Okay. Um, okay, I'll go. So, yeah, this is called Soft Ruby. Because I figured that the lipstick on the Pall Mall was pretty much the color of the lipstick I'm wearing right now. <laughs> Which is why I needed glasses, because I'm so old. Like, I can't freaking read that. <laughs> so what color is the name of the lipstick? Um, he was just here, the cherry moist, the bridge railing dry, dipped into discarded coffee, daintily, no fade on the lip print, heavy by the mouth, heavy by the lip line, even handed, soft ruby, no one can, no, no rust can take her, it will be the sun, yes. more poems going we move on to the next or anybody else raise your hand that one's already gone okay go back i'm going by who i saw first beth natalie it was a tie kind okay, of okay. just a hair <laughs> out Circled to a point, the last home, the kiss of the night lipstick clinging longer than you would. Drawn to the nub, 
long you should turn on your heel like stubbing out the line take out your Yeah, she froze. That's just been kicked. Oh, there she is. She's still there. I thought she was getting kicked out. No, I undid the spotlight. Ah. Because <laughs> I was like, giant face! <laughs> <laughs> Help, save me from the giant face. Giant face! All right. Natalie, you ready? I'm asking you to unmute. Yep. Spotlight! Uh, I also need glasses. I'm getting old. Um, in the dull days of the stalemate stamped by the flat of my shoe left behind what I'd found sublime. The sounds of Saturday were left in replay when they stretched into the weekdays. Workdays paled in comparison, though we brought them back again. Back to back, stuck. Uh, sucked right in, unable to distinguish between night and day as we gave way to the need for days. And the only thing that could bring me back was twilight and the clang of my heel against rusted metal, against a rusted metal lid in the dark laneways and my dirty secrets. Yay, dirty secrets, yay! <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Anybody else? Oh, I gotta take this spotlight off. They change everything so quickly. Uh, Willie, Holly, should we move on? It's up to you. No pressure. Pressure. Okay. <laughs> I have the next photo lined up if you want to go. Can we move ahead? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Share screen. Wait. Okay, I have the next photo lined up, but it doesn't think I do. That. Oh, wait. I just clicked on this and I, I know we didn't use it because, oh my god, but amazing. Or if we did, am I crazy? Have we used that before? Oh, I don't know. Yes, we have, we have used that before. <laughs> yeah, we? yeah, we have. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I took yeah. so many photos that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll use the. Uh, so sorry. Okay. I had to go through like 200 the other day. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, like so. Since I moved out, I haven't checked my photos on the camera. Oh, that's cool. So like, I think that. Yeah, so like Saturday took us like two and a half hours to sort through them. Yeah, that was um, that was Glasgow. Happy whatever. No, no, uh, that was happy whatever was. Uh, in my like hometown. Oh, but the lipstick on the was that on the bridge by my house? No, that's um just outside Queen Street. This lip thing. Yeah. 
But you'll have so much cool graffiti there. I know. <laughs> I am so I'm so pissed off because I had my camera, but we were like too drunk to go <laughs> take photos. And then in the morning, too hungover. So I need I need to go back. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll show you maybe during the break, but my favorite piece of graffiti in my neighborhood, I'll show it to you in the break. It was like it was pretty spot on. Um I think. No, it wasn't. I I had submitted it for publication, and it's it, of, of two things, and it didn't get accepted. But I'll show it to you anyways. Okay, so this is the other one. This is apparently in Glasgow near Queen Street. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give us was seven minutes enough? You guys think? Yeah. Okay. I'll reset, and I'm starting. No.
Is time truly up? You're still writing. <laughs> All right, whatever. Okay, we're, 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 let's go. <laughs> Sorry, I should stop sharing. Mm. I'm all quatrains today. Really? <laughs> just I just <laughs> four opening. just four four uh, four line stanzas. That's all. Just out, both of my poems were all four line stanzas. <laughs> Holly has sent hers on Facebook. Do you want me to oh, read? Nice. Yeah. Oh, you read Holly's. Lips parted, you scream against the noise, silent, or you may as well be. Surrounded by chaos, the words of the world, indistinguishable, you stand and scream, your secret curses fly and pierce the air with blue until spent. You return Oh my God, you return to, I want to say that's nice beer, but like, <laughs> like you return to the bar and order another drink. Context people. <laughs> that's right. It's so funny how when they're, when they're similar, mine, mine sounds a lot, a lot like that one too. So that's funny. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. All that remains is a red outline of lips the size of a Toyota RAV4. Sure, the Père Lachaise Cemetery cleaned most lipstick from Oscar Wilde's tomb, tomb, but Marie Fournier, the French cultural minister, insisted they leave the kiss by the actress who starred in Attack of the 50-foot Pam, do you want to go? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, mine was a lot like Holly's. My parted lips have words to say, but flattened silence fills my teeth. The blackness in the throat, pressed to a wall. Outlined letters speak the lies I'm forced to hide in plain sight. You can't see my thoughts. I don't share omitted truth. I might require another color. My white mouse face scratched into a scream. What do you see when my whole face is hiding an empty hole to filled with swallowed breath? Thank you. Let me see the quatrain. We're going to have to do this little pamphlet. Um, Natalie, did you want to go? Uh, yeah, I just, I, I found it hard, this one, actually. Um, I've come up with something really short. Um, figures wash, icons drained away. Everything fades, but the lips, the stones made famous. Anybody else? 
You know, I don't know what this is about. But... <laughs> We're doing a crisis. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, having to do with what? Because I think I have a poem that will absolutely fit. Oh, really? You want to just... <laughs> do it, man. Why not? Okay. It's called Your Ruby Lips. I wash your ruby lips with soap. The kisses are gone down the drain and through the tubes coursing their way to the river, then into the sea to float away. The blush, the nightmare screams of bliss, your kiss, stillness, the only cure, and abstinence you desire. I know the straitjacket fear of the echo, not heeded by a lover cooking in the night bed. The coldness settles your screams and the silence is permanent. It does work like it did. It works for the embraces. <laughs> did you see the picture? Because it's it, that totally <laughs> works for the picture. It absolutely 100% works. This is from my collection from 2015. Bizarre. That is bizarre. That's bizarre. I okay. predicted it. <laughs> In 2015, you know? Yeah. Why not? Why not? That's almost 10 years ago. Can I see the picture? Yeah, yeah. Um, hold on a second here. This is a picture. For those of us that joined, for those of you that joined late, we were doing ekphrasis in the beginning of the CPCL. We were taking Ooh. some of Andy Talbot's yeah. wonderful pictures and then writing poems about them because that's what ekphrasis is. It's taking a, a piece of art <laughs> yeah. and basing it off another piece of art. Yeah, that's what it is, guys. Uh, does anybody want to go? Should I go? We are coming up not to the break, but we are coming up to the time when our musical guest, Jamie. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm so excited. Um, I, I have, I have one for this one. Um, if anybody wants to go before me, or go and let. The stage to Jamie, the Zoom stage. Um, I can finish it off, but I'll just go and then if somebody else wants to, they can. I left you an open mouthed pout on that napkin from the Indonesian place, and I put it in your bedside table drawer, you know, where you keep the lube. It was supposed to be a joke, but now I want that pout back. Open mouthed pouts are not kisses. They are whispers in the hall on the way to the bar bathroom, depositing surprise and breathlessness from the top to the bottom. Not so much a not so much a promise, and certainly not a gift. You have been no surprise, and have provided only the breathlessness that comes with slack-jawed stupidity. Not worth the breath, the lipstick, or the napkin. <laughs> Don't even know that. Anybody want to go after that? <laughs> no, should I hand it over to Jamie? Yeah, great. I'm putting the spotlight on you, babe. Do I need to do anything with the sound? Uh, no, can, can you hear me? Yeah. I can. Can we hear? Yes. And the guitar's coming through okay. Your head's cut off. I don't know if you care about that, but I feel like you do because we 
we want to see your gorgeous mane. <laughs> Just a guess. Yeah, the, the, sound, the sound is more important, but I'll, I'll, I'll get to my head in a minute. Okay. It sounds like the microphone's coming through. Just the guitar. Choo -choo, one, two. Aha, there we go. A little snap. Okay, hey, there I am. Yay. Okay, the first one I'm going to do is called um, Cherry Blossoms. And um, in my head, there's a connection between the fact that I'm starting with this one and I've got the flower garland on. Try and cheer myself up a bit because it's quite grey and miserable here. Um, uh, this is quite an old song, but I, I don't think I've ever done this one at an online show. So I think this is a bit of a premiere. The cherry blossoms falling in your hair It looks like scented snowflakes in the air The summer sun is golden in the blue sky up above you're smiling in that special way you know I really love. And it's such a perfect Sunday afternoon. I don't know how to say I'm leaving soon. That when you lie beneath the cherry tree and smile that way. Thought I'll be thinking of you from a million miles away. And the only thought I'll have when I am there will be of cherry blossoms falling in your head. It's very hard for me to say goodbye. I want to hold you till the day I die. But the day will come too soon when I am leaving on that plane. And I may never see you smiling in that way again. So I'll treasure every moment in this place. And watch the way the sunlight hits your face. And I will miss your dark green eyes and little things you do. And snowy winter mornings lying safely next to you. My only wish is that I'll soon be aware. I see the cherry blossoms falling in your Snowy winter mornings lying naked next 
to you. My only wish is that I'll still be where I see the cherry blossoms falling in your You may have noticed that there's a bass in the middle of a playing an acoustic guitar. Alright, this uh, this next one is called Dark Matter and a uh, Kay called Tim Jenner does harmonies in this one. Only twenty percent of the universe is what we call heaven. The other four-fifths of reality doesn't even register. It's too dark for our eyes to see. Though we know it's there to some degree, but it's all too much for the likes of you and me. Black hole sucking up space dust like a vacuum nozzle. The vent horizon filters out the screws and bits of jigsaw puzzle. Sucking all the light away, sucking up the light of day, fucking up. All the things that get in its way. And if we folded space into an origami swan, we wouldn't find a wormhole to fall, leading us directly to the sun. To take us back to the time and the place where it all began. To the spark of life that led to the Big Bang. To the spark of life that led to the Big Bang. To the spark of life that led to the Big Bang. Ooh. 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 
Thank you. We should all unmute and be like, "Woo! Come on!" Woo! <laughs> screaming in my head will make up for the lack of screaming that you guys. Okay, I know you're not done. Police the hounds call out the cows, talking mocking the hillabouts, playing to the crowd you want. He must never be let loose, cause he's too big for the house, and he Who oh, you gonna be when old Bobby's gone? And who you gonna be when the dirty man's gone? Cardboard boxes cannot hold all your stories left untold, all the secrets in. Underneath all of that flesh, you will live beneath the dead, better up that you were dead before. So who you gonna be when the lights go out? And who you gonna be when the dirty Who you gonna be when the lights go down? And who you gonna be when the curtain comes Ooh. 
He was never meant for here. He was always far too queer. They told him he was too big for his rainbow dogs. You denied all that you were, but you fed the minotaur that you kept locked up within Pandora's dressing box. Are you so blind you cannot see that the man you want to be has been right here all along. Open up and let him out. Show the world what he's about. He has waited far too long. So who you gonna be when the lights go out? And who you gonna be when the curtain comes down? Who you gonna be when the lights go out? And who you gonna be when the curtain comes down? So who you gonna be? What is there left? Wild accolades. Fucking harmonies are so um like so beautiful. Legit nipples hard, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm I'm I can second that. Me too. <laughs> See, Jamie had read that in the chat, so I'm glad that you said it. <laughs> like woo bling, 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 bling. Oh my god. Uh, That's beautiful. We have to be, you are very welcome. I love the whole outfit today, man. Yes, don't you? I, 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 I will think of it. I think so. Hearts on them too much. 
Um, okay, so we should take a break. We'll make it. I don't know minutes. if we have time so, to wait, take yeah. a break today. Do we have time to take a Pam, break today? You're the one that's good at math. Is I don't know if we have time to take a break today because we have even new people in the room and. Um, I don't you think? I mean, because I I saw we've got a new person named Max who came in, um, and I then know. we have a regular. I'm just wondering since it's 1:11 now, which is like one of my favorite times of all times. Um, okay. That would mean that because if we have a two o'clock hard stop, we only have 48 minutes to read. Right. Well, why don't we take like a two minute break so okay. people can so people can potty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And then we'll come back. We'll be right back. And... All right, awesome. cool. CPCL here on MutinyRadio.fm, Edinburgh, Fringe, and we'll be right back. knows all those songs like anyways whatever no idea we could take it to nursing homes across scotland <laughs> yeah but you also have to be able to do free bird aaron <laughs> Why? that's skinners <laughs> doesn't matter you have to be able to do it you know those grannies are going to request it did you see? Have you? Have, wait, have either of you seen Skinner, Leslie or John? Leslie's seen everybody. She's just gone. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but you did not. Did you ever see Chicago? Like yeah, the band? I did. Yeah. What year? Oh gosh, probably like 74, 75, something like that. Oh wow. 
There, I see. I've always wanted a band with a horde section. So that's oh. like, oh, Doobie Brothers. Oh, the English beat. You got to do the English beat for the band with the horde section. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your first boyfriend wooed you with what? It's hard for me to say, I'm sorry. Which song was it? 250604. Like, Who sings Endless Love? Really high. <laughs> okay, all right. But can you type it? <laughs> you can type it, but she's not gonna. <laughs> like what are what are the Chicago love songs? Like I'm trying to think. Like all I know is like you more than I need you. Isn't that one of them? Wait, which way? Say that. Do it again. Pam. Uh, it's. No one needs you more than I need you. Wanna have you near me? I wanna have you hear me say and No one needs more than I need. Is is that Chicago or is that I mean it is. I believe that that is Chicago, but it bleeds in my mind it bleeds to it's hard to it's hard to be say I'm sorry. Yeah, I just want you to know. Like and that song is weird. Hold me now. Like, hold me now. Right, I really yeah. want to tell you. Okay, poetry, poetry, poetry. We don't have to do the poetry of Chicago, but maybe. Yes, I have. I have no idea what's going on right now. Do we have a list? <laughs> Oh, but I didn't know what that background noise was. <laughs> we don't have a list. Okay. Um, yeah, no. I just because because of the fact that like there were RSVPs coming from um, Eventbrite and the website and Facebook, and I was sending them out individually to people. I was like, oh. So um, I think actually we should, if that's okay, we should probably start with. Beth, because she's got, she's got a, she's got promotion to do, so I feel like we should make sure that that the time that there's, let's go with that. Cool. Can I just say something real quick? Yeah, sure, of course. I feel so fucking comfortable with you all. Thank you. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's all <laughs> for now. Do <laughs> you want to go, Beth? Do you have like a spiel, a PowerPoint presentation? Like a. Sorry, what? I lost everything. Oh, well, I was going to say that you should read now and tell us about your. Yeah, right. Exactly is what I'm talking about. So tell us what's going on. I've got a book, babe. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful cover photography by our very own Andy Talbot. And wow. uh, beautiful graphic design by my friend Social Sniper. Is that your allographic oh. one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Hold it up again, Beth. Oh, <laughs> delicious. It's alive and in the book. Oh, wow. Cool. Oh, awesome. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll put some links. I'll put some links in in a minute. And I'm really hoping my connection stays up. Yes, I'm shipping internationally. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, 
Okay, so um, I'm I'm trying to read some ones that I haven't really read out of here as I pr prepare for my launch set. Then this is called Tiger's Eye, and I'm reading it. I think because it's ten years this Friday since we were made homeless, and it's, yeah, it's called Tiger's Eye. We imagine it triumphant, rising from the depths of wherever, dirt smudged but smiling, or the clean face of success. Insta-perfect edit, filtering away what lies beneath, what's ripped, what's torn, what's worn to a thread. But survival drags you through the dirt, smeared and bloody face, teeth cut on grits and getting through. Not a grin, just a grimace showing out behind the mud. The runaway of blood that leaves my back and shoulders cold, anxiety that races at the unexpected, because how can I save you if I can't save myself? Relief that floods in icy slapping waves into every corner of me, knocking my feet from beneath. The burden cut away should indicate relief, but phantoms follow. In the chill of the night, awaking memory before arousing breath. So I am hot and fierce, upright, fighting before reality checks in, waiting for the ebb. Sometimes breathless, sometimes weeping, scarred and spent, I am still standing. The triumph is in outlasting. You thought would do you in. And then I have, oh, I didn't. So the the guy that worked that I worked with to make this cover, um, my friend, uh, I met. He's a he started out as a friend of a friend, and um. We <laughs> we used to meet in Cafe Nero on a Thursday or Friday evening when I was uh, having coffee while my daughter was doing ballet. And it got to be a bit of a gag, you know, that we were like Cafe Nero poets. And um, this week in Right Club, our theme is a coffee shop poet. So I wrote this this morning for James. It's Friday, or maybe Thursday. Sometimes you're waiting for the bus, but mostly we're just waiting for the words. Charging and rewriting against the slam, tap, pull, crack, drip, and then grown familiar faces of our favorite crew. Backs against the back wall, balancing on marble tops while the hiss, crack, pull, pop continues. This is another thing taken by the tumult that I will be writing and you will be fighting and we will be waiting to reconvene. Now it, its existence is a contradiction but craving the end of the week, back on banquette, hour of bliss, talking out the truth 
trouble, taking in the tremble of the first date game roll quick grab in the last hour of the day. I can't wait to be a coffee shop poet. Um, and this, yeah, this is my uh, debut pamphlet. It's called What If Stars. It's available from me, and I'll put some links in the chat. I've been so fortunate to work with um, an amazing publisher with Allographic and um, talented friends who, are, you know, who take photographs and do graphic design and. Uh, my editors, somebody else that we all know as well, um, in the person of Ken Cumberledge, who is um, the uh, the midwife of the semi-cast <laughs> and the corrector of all my dodgy sentences. So, um, I'm debating that uh, do I read another one from here or do I read something else? What's your vote? Read from your new book. <laughs> Thanks, John. Oh, um, Andy. Yep. Do I let it out? What's in the credits? Oh, yeah. Why not? Can you read that, Aaron? No. Oh, wait, I should have spotted you. Hold on. I can read it. <laughs> Andy Talbot and Aaron Gannett at Choose Poetry. Oh, thank you, darling. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. My hostile heart feels the tightness of four walls on my chest. Christmas from an overhot hallway, but no one saying welcome home. Fighting the darkness with cookies on Sinterklaas and hospitality in threes. Giving away what it cannot afford in hopes of blessing broken and battered where others will not go and the unknowing will never know. My hostile heart beats left wing, socially housed, NHS healed blood in every beat. Nezik's existence is held tenuous, untrusted, grudging by two words they have sought to erase, that are the safety in which I sleep and the wall I kiss with every morning breath. Lifelong tenancy. My hostile heart runs laundry through the night, drives the car and speaks sharply to the staff nurse because not everyone can do what you think and there's about to be one more. Because family is made in early morning walks and late night pain relief. Because six months opened something I hope will never heal. My hostile heart walks, praying every footstep, crying out to every empty house, come home, come home, come home. To everyone waiting and waiting and waiting. Every head on every temporary bed, every street soul on street and surfed sofa until the world wakes up. My hostile heart lies open, lies awake from August to February, the cycle running hot with shame and cold with despair, 
but it pulses daily, pushing me through complacency and into a different struggle so that everyone comes home. So, did you put the links in for the book in chat? I'm, I'm literally doing it the second. Okay, cool. <laughs> Allographic, by the way, also is a very good open mic. I believe it's, is it monthly? So everyone should check it out. I don't know. Maybe everybody here, Howard. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the last weekend of every month. Yeah. Um, it is. It is. There was nothing in July because um, uh, Faye was really poorly. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with if you if you because you need to book a ticket and then you need to book a slot off the back of it. Yeah. I can't guarantee you'll get in for August because I'm not quite sure what's happening with the people who were held over from July. Um, but it's we got so basically it got so busy that Faye had to have some sort of filtering process. So if you want to read, you have to get a ticket and you have to fill in. The allographic app form it's just that it just got so crazy that's the only way to manage it mm. but it's my home and my family and and uh, and my publisher now and they're the best mm. yeah so everybody should take a look at Beth's book and buy it and um who would like to go next We'll go next. Okay, cool. Where's my little time? There we go. I was staring at my unpaid bills over a cup of rotten gut mead when a rock crashed through my window. It was gray, probably limestone, but definitely not basalt or granite, and had a spiral fossil of a trilobite in the back. I looked outside to see who the culprit could be, but saw only a motley group of pterodactyls and stegosaurus carrying picket signs to protest my former career as a creator deity. A big guy burst through the door. He carried a snub-nosed lightning bolt, had a complexion of burnished bronze, and wore the kind of toga you could only get at one of those boutique shops on Mount Olympus. He brought gloom and the smell of ozone into my office with him, as if he lugged a personal thundercloud with him. I could tell right away that I didn't like the intruder, but shooting him was out of the question. My jade scarab and my last amphora of mead were in the line of fire. You tee him out, he said. Who's asking? Even though my bank account hadn't seen a spare drachma since that asteroid had ruined the dinosaur's day, I hated getting pushed around. I despise authority. I'm a stone-cold son of a bitch who can love nothing and no one but justice. You can call me Allfather, Lord of Thunder, Bearer of the Aegis, and Keeper of Oaths. Well, Mr. Allfather, I don't like people pointing lightning bolts at me, so either put your piece away or scram. His expression could have soured all the milk from Endymion's flock. He stowed the lightning bolt in his shoulder holster. Thought you were a dame, he said. 
This was shaping up to be a bad day. First, he threatened me with the gun, and now he was subjecting me to transphobia. Gender is a social construct, I replied, but you aren't here to discuss my genitals, real or imagined. Spill it. Someone's trying to kill me. The Allfather collapsed into a chair. All the false bravado drained from his face, leaving only the look of a boy, scared of the basilisk, hiding under the bed. What makes you say that? My sisters and brothers disappeared one by one when I asked my father Kronos for help. He just belched. Was he telling the truth? It didn't much matter. He had the look of someone important, and all I needed to do I had all I needed to solve the case, a hat, a gun, and a bad attitude. If I played my cards right, I could make a killing. My rates are 200 drachmas a day, I said, plus expenses. I rang the doorbell and waited. In advance of my visit to Cronus's mansion, I put on my best toga and polished my sandals, but I had no confidence my wardrobe would pass muster up in the hills. May I help you? The butler who answered had a long nose that seemed to match the condescension in his voice. Name's Tiamat. I handed him my card. I'm a private investigator here to see Mr. Cronus. This way, sir. The butler led me inside. Somehow the word must have gotten around, which was suspicious because rich people usually sick a chimera on me whenever I get within a league of their home. Excuse me, sir, the butler said to Cronus. Mr. Tiamat is here to see you. He's a private investigator. When you're as powerful as Cronus, I guess you can get away dressing like Diogenes. His stomach dwarfed the rest of his body, even though he was twice the size of a mortal. Ah, Tiamat, I've been expecting you. I'm sorry I can't offer you lunch because our larder is empty. All I've had to eat today is a few ladyfingers. I doubted that. If a guy with a study bigger than Agamemnon's palace couldn't rustle up some olives and a slice of pita, my name was Epimetheus. So you know why I'm here, I took a seat. About the murders, you mean? Cronus's eyes were the color of the wine-dark sea, but were they the eyes of a killer? Anything you can tell me would help, I said. A dreadful business. Cronus poured me a cup of mead along with one for himself. I wish I'd acted sooner. Poseidon has always been a jealous type, but I never suspected he'd kill his brothers and sisters. When Zeus came to me with his suspicions, I kept quiet. If he learned the truth, he'd take his wrath out on his brother. Even though Poseidon is a killer, I couldn't stand to lose another child. Kronos took my hands. Whatever Zeus is paying you, I'll double it. Help me find Poseidon so I can put him somewhere he can get the help he needs. Where do I start? Poseidon used to date a nereid called Boloris. Rona stood and walked to the bookshelf. She lives on Alameda Street. Jeffrey will give you her address. And I'll stop it there. <laughs> that goes on one of John's like the like, back of the <laughs> hella clever. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Ah. 
We got nobody. Did I wait? Did I see Leslie? Okay, go on, darling. Oh, you're not muted. You're not. I can't hear you. Where's Leslie? You're right muted. here. There we go. I mute myself. There, I'm unmuted now. Um, anyhow, this one's fairly new, and um, it's about New Mexico, Erin. <laughs> it is. So it's called, can you guys hear me? Yes? Am I unmuted? I hear yes. you. Cool. Okay. Excellent. Affirmative. Okay. The animate, saturated, sodden, we've been rained on too much, not yet liquid, not yet soaked to the finest despair. The tips of us, the farthest extremities, the core value dry. It will take over only the slow baking in the night oven to make us plump up, rising to full volume, the night yet noisy with possibilities of who to blame, assigning fault, the assessment of damage. I argue the oven did not need to explode and splatter us across the walls of the kitchen. You asked me if you could paint it white when I ask you in response, whatever could be wrong with pistachio green? The question, sincere in nature, I realize on both sides. It is a ploy, the dampness seeping in through the bricks, the walls now slippery wet with the growth of spores inside. I've promised you I will not yet turn liquid no matter how hard it rains in this desert. The rain to bounce on the pavement, so hard the velocity as it hits pavement to ricochet, reach itself upward, no longer as liquid, but forming as ice, white, which does not absorb heat, yet reflect the kitchen to remain unwarm and us not yet dried out, not absorbing the warmth of embrace and the night kitchen. It is magic, the witch that is needed, the formula which parts skies, cleaving valleys, forming cliffs, burrows of thought there in the place where there was too much thinking that was done. It is enough, and it is time to wave your goodbyes to leave this island for the mainland. Walk across the imagined straits, the passage that was on foot rather than swim this time. I myself will get no more wet than I am now, sodden in the missing of staying when it is time to leave. I listen with my lungs and close my eyes and I am one gone from this night kitchen. Can I read one more or not? No? Yes? Go ahead. Okay. You scared me. Um, Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this one's called Awash. Awash, lost in the too much, lost in darkness underground. The snakings of that was is being quiet in itself, not loud, not seeking, not wanting attention. You, the spelunker, with your headlight seeking in the cavern, the darkness to find that which glitters in the dark, inside the caves of thought, even in the dark, your silent incantations of self-cajole, the spelunker, the also you inside the headlamp, gleaming to look this way, to look that way, the gleam of the rays, the headlamp not finding you, You're, you harbor yourself, nourishing you deep underground in the darkness, 
fostering yourself perhaps implanted, allowing the essence of you to drip, drip a stalactite anchored in rocks above you and, the, and, and clings to your essence to drip, drip the underground and river of yourself, yours. The river sticks, the passageways under rock, connecting, connecting. The boat is there. You board, alight, to take this night journey. The passage, the glow of release inside, radiating out, casting shadows on the walls, the sheer faces of time compressed in rock and on the river. You recover yourself. You recover yourself each night on the night river. Each night, all nights, when you dream of the freedom that is yours, you, your freedom, that at your birth, the old one, some winged, some horned, some not gave you. The freedom is yours, given at your birth, hidden but visible deep underground. It is there, it is yours. You shout your freedom aloud in the interior to echo through the caverns of thought, our thought, our lives here upon the night river, joined in flow, and you are your own, as you are us. You are our own, all of us in the night river, and we, you, me, us are free. Shout, shout, shout as echo ever repeating in the dark for you are free. That's all. Thanks. Yay. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> I thought there were like good names for bands in there. Night Kitchen. Uh, Night Kitchen. Or Pistachio Green. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Since I haven't seen any messages from people who want to read, I am going to go out on a limb. Well, I'll have a read at some point, if you don't mind, yeah. I call your name, Willie. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Did you say that Willie wanted to go? Let's let him <laughs> Go on, darling. Oh, you want me to go now? Yeah, I thought you were going to. you were going to go first. Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> if I have, to, I first of all, I go if everybody else is who wants to leave. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just a wee bit uh, news. I'm going to be performing at the weekend at uh, an Oatmere festival, um, so that should be good with uh, with uh, spoken not stirred. Um, it's going to have boom, Boomtown Rats on the on top of the bill, and uh, Doctor Feel Doctor Feelgood's going to be on as well. Like so, should be good. Yeah. So some poetry. Yeah. Where is this? It was in Dublin. No, no, it's in London, and on Saturday, it's sun Sunday, Sunday it is yeah. Spoken not stirred, a little poetry group that we do like you know. So great, but um, I'll, right. I don't suppose I'll. I'm putting it above Geldof, but never mind. Right, some poetry, right? <laughs> uh, Robot I. Robot I. Future times, years ahead, people lived with the greatest of dread. With skills technical and understanding crude, they built a supercomputer, little understood. Instruction was given. To achieve their human goal, create for us a being, a being without a soul. Algorithms and logic soon produced results beyond the understanding of all the human cult. 
Oh, but I was listening. A human plaintive please, but beyond its understanding, as if the buzz of bees. Thank you. Um, sisters and brothers, just a second. Sisters and brothers. Sisters and brothers are so unlike lovers, unless it's the incestuous kind. The human <laughs> condition is in no position to determine which way you sway. Sometimes you're out, sing and shout. Sometimes you hide away. Close, just wait, can determine your fate. Cross, you have to bear. Now boys will be boys, girls will be girls in a multitude of different styles. It's humanity's way, I just want to say, make the best of all your decisions. Thank you. And uh, for a last poem, uh, I'll do uh, Breath. Breath. Ever lay alone at night with your partner in full sight, cuddled up so snug and tight. Sleep is just a breath away. Breath is what keeps us alive because of the deepest of sighs, sighs so deep of ecstasy sleep, so sweet, still and pure. As breath leaks out, chasm so deep, no sound can seep. The wisest of Greeks whose gods abound have named a name for a particular sound, a name so sweet, ap, ap, apnea, apnea so sweet, that burbles up from a place so deep, grunts and snorts and snores so loud, that Hades' world is filled with sound. <laughs> <laughs> wow, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, Dick. <laughs> that was cool. Yay, hello. Thank you, Willie. <laughs> oh, surprise ending. Um, wow, so well, good luck on your show on Saturday. Are we going to be able to watch it? Don't know. Okay. Um. So Natalie, hi. Put in the chat. Hey. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. I've I've been lucky enough to perform in some festivals in the last few weeks as well. So it's really oh. exciting. Um. Here in Southwest Finland. Um. But at the same time, I've also been crossing paths with um, a person who I've had difficulties with, um, like um, is quite manipulative and, um, you know, got a power play and stuff. So uh, these pieces I actually wrote um, with this person in mind a while ago. And... Uh, I'm just going to read them tonight just to keep myself um, alert and aware. So this first one's called If You Trick Me. 
If you trick me with your self-hatred, you try to convince me it was my responsibility, I will spend my time and energy unbeknownst to me. Try to fix it, you see. And you will find, you sly fuck, that I'd slid down into a rut. But luckily, I'm stronger than that. And in good faith, I'll catch myself before I hit rock bottom. Luckily, my ethics are solid and your tricks don't work here. Wow. So that's, um, there, I have another uh, piece actually that I'm not sure if it's the same poem or if it's, um, I always feel like they should go together, but I haven't figured out how to put them together. So I might just read that now if you don't mind. It's called It's Not Okay. It's not okay that I've felt the barrage of your self-hatred behind the virtual wall that you place up around you with false advertisements flashing as wide as your smile, yeah? Playing photographic tricks on my mind. It's not okay that you've turned your own hate into a game you play. Where having me feel guilty about being me gives you extra points on the scoreboard of being you. And that you possess every fate and possible idea in the world we exist. Annex every relationship with those we've cross paths with as your sole right and ownership and in so doing blame me for daring to build a friendship you'd already laid claim to no okay let's not dwell on the past now but suffice to say it doesn't seem the fair way to flatten me to stage a coup and separate me from the pack a silencer placed on the shotgun a dominant it was me who found the courage to plant my feet, write the words, find my voice, and in that rejoice the message spilling out to just have my choice. And in my own warm glow, I learnt to celebrate my little self without guilt while your rage quietly grows, laid silent like your camera stowed on the bench beside you. And you go on friendship strike, but the fight's one-sided because I never agreed to the condition. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to read that one now, so if it's okay, I'm going to read this one now. Along yeah. the same theme. Sorry, everybody. Um, this one's called I'm Gonna Walk. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit and watch. I'm gonna sit and watch you. I'm gonna sit and watch you from the sidelines. I'm gonna sit and watch you from the sidelines. I'm gonna see from the sidelines how you play the game. I'm gonna sit on the sidelines and watch you play your games. I'm gonna sit on the sidelines and see what tricks you play. I'm gonna I'm going to watch your tricks and learn to raise your game. I'm going to try my own tricks with a sense of dismay, a lack of courage, 
I can't quite fathom how you manage to build up your armour of admiration. You dole out with complacency like how you've got no consideration of how your ego could tumble into troubled waters and drown the very thought of me as I aim to display the me I want to communicate. I'm going to see your intolerance and your intolerable impatience and I'm going to raise you. I'm going to struggle to raise your arrogance plain and horrible, but how to the present, but bow to the presence because of it. I'm going to show you kindness so you won't even notice. I'm going to engage you in a dialogue on a topic you're quite fond on. I'm going to fondle your preference for corrupt malpractices and I'm going to watch. I'm going to see you get locked into your thoughts of you and your own goals too. I'm going to smile sweetly as you demand of me more energy to make you look 10 feet. I'm going to see the soft mat you're cunning prepared from the bones and sinew of those you took with you. I'm going to watch you step forward so stridently and claim it be yours. I'm going to keep an eye on the loopholes you strategically placed all around you and I'm going to observe you on the sidelines. As you find the last ones you'll drag in with you. And at the last second, I'm gonna arm the, arm the alarm and malpractice so you display your deceit. You'll fall through the gaps of the loops you created in the net of your own arse saving. And I'll sit and watch quietly as I always did, knowing full well but you didn't need to play mean. And that's it for me. Um, powerful stuff. Um, Pam, I know you had stuff you wanted to read. Oh, but uh, still he's here. Stilly's here. Stilly's far more important than I am. I can read all the time. Stilly, stilly, stilly all day. Happy silly, stilly story. Or, or a scary one where there are children dying. I like the ones when like people die or they're under that underground one with the bomb. That one was the bomb. I loved it. Past the da 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 under the thing and the da 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 to the core of the universe. Stilly, stilly, stilly. I don't think I can live up to this. I'm making, I'm making silly a co-host now. I don't. Of course you can. You've got a hat. <laughs> I've had this hat on for a long time now, and I am so hot. I'm not even wearing any pants. Look. <laughs> but your are your shorts match your jacket and your hat, though, Stilly. Yeah, no, no. I look great from the waist up, but downstairs, nothing, nothing at all. Bald. Hey, I thought pants were. Like boxer shorts, like that's trousers. You mean, right? No, pa pants are, you know, pants. <laughs> not underpants. Billy is fresh from his own fringe. I'm not very fresh. I think been wearing this bloody shirt all week. Now we're going to say fresh Look, might not be the right word. There's a big curtain here it's just to hide all the mess in my bedroom. <laughs> well, well. Absolutely pathetic. Thank you for coming to us. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm trying to promote my show, which is there, and those are the tickets here. Um, I'm doing uh, every night until the 19th, which seems a long way off. 
and I would love some people to come. Even if you've already seen it, John, uh, come again. Even if you came and you weren't able to see it, uh, come again. <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 on my plan for the next couple of days. Oh, I shall need. Oh dear me, it's been a tomorrow. I think the first the first time I am um, I had a real do where everyone turned up. I also had Zoom bombers, which was brilliant. Woo! I heard yeah. about that. People say you are you are ugly, mate. You're ugly. Yeah. All right, Pam's got to go. So let's let's get this rolling. So before oh. she goes. Oh here. really? So yeah. I've got to be quick. Yes. Well, do you want Pam to go first? No, 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 no. Right, okay, 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 sorry. Um, right, okay, well, it's only a short one, and um, it's here, just a sec. Um, yep, 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 sorry. Uh, right, okay, um, sorry, it wasn't very, uh, uh, but I am now. And this one is called, um, it's just a short one, the chintz biopsy. Uh, sorry, this is all a big intro. Starts here. There we go. <clears throat> the chintz biopsy, or an ABC book, which includes a, a non-phonetic ABC book. All right. <clears throat> oh, father, my father, I just cannot sleep. And please do not tell me to go counting sheep. I know all my numbers and won't go to bed till I know my alphabet from A through to Z. To practice your letters so late in the night would make quite a racket, my dear little mite. So now I will teach you, for worse or for better, those words where you don't pronounce the first letter. A is for aubergine, because it starts with an O, and there's not an O in it, and that's how you know. B is for delium, that biblical scent, but B is as silent as the C in cement, and circle, and center, and celery too, and a snooker cue's spelling should start with a Q. D is for, uh, D is for jellaba, a long African sweater, and D starts a W when spelling the letter. E begins I, and then U, I will raise you, and sounds like a U in the word euthanasia. F is a sensible letter, although, not in the Welsh town which they call Bellinfo. G is for Gnome, that mythical fellow, whose G is as absent as the H in a cello. H is for honestly so many words where H's are dropped and N's cannot be erred. I is for irksome, thing that annoys, like the I within business, which too makes no noise. J is the start of the word jalapeno, whose taste can be fiery, my noisy bambino. K is for knickers, knife, knight, and knock-versed. The K has a knack for not knowing it's n-cursed. L is for llama, because, as it's reckoned, the first L is silent. Or is it the second? M is for mnemonic. Maximum nonsense, enabling memory, or nothing in consequence. N is for Debili, the Zimbabwean prose, where some sounds are silent, 
So try practicing those. O is for Ouija board, a game with the dead. Or the or in the word people, where the O is not said. P P is for phonics and psalm and pneumatic. The P, the silence of P's can be deeply erratic. Q is for Qatar and quiche and for key. And weirdly, cucumber, which starts with a C. R is for rotticism, which by twagic anomaly gets pronounced waticism by those stricken ironically. <laughs> S is for tin on the periodic table, which means stanum in Latin and has SN as its label. T is tsunami, a threat from the sea. And listen, in 